Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. For nearly 15 years, Pastor J.D. has been sharing these prophecy updates here on In Spirit and Truth. Thousands upon thousands of people have been impacted and reached through these updates. Friends, Pastor J.D.'s anthem cry has not changed. You need to be ready. Jesus is coming soon. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 29th. 2020. Listen to this. In this article, they quote former British Prime Minister Gordon Brown calling on world leaders to form a one world government in order to cope with COVID-19. And by the way, he's in good company. There are many now that are suggesting that this has to be a global effort on a global scale governmentally. Now, the problem becomes, who's going to be the head of said one world government? According to a Haaretz op-ed piece on Tuesday, Israel's health minister believes the cure for the coronavirus is, wait for it, here it comes, the Messiah. Oh, well, of course, as Christians, we know him as the Antichrist in place of Christ, the false Christ, which then brings up the question of how will this Antichrist, this false Messiah, actually be able to cure the coronavirus? Answer, in a word, vaccine. Oh, This is no ordinary vaccine. It comes at no extra charge with what's known as a quantum dot tattoo, or mark if you prefer, and this because they are then able with this to track and record who's been vaccinated and who has not. According to one source, this will come vis-a-vis the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who have developed what's known as ID2020. This is probably as good of a time as any to say to you, do not take my word for this. You be a Berean, and you search the Scriptures, and you see if what I'm sharing with you today is true or not. Go online and search. It's there. ID 2020. 
Search quantum dot tattoo. It is technologically to me describing exactly what we're told they will have and do and force everyone to take in Revelation chapter 13. Now, we still have another problem. What's that problem? Well, so the new world, this new order, this reorder, if you prefer, has addressed who and what, but they still need to know how they're going to process such a massive, and it's going to be massive, it already is, this massive data. Answer, 5G technology. You know, it's interesting, I was struck by this as I was reading all of the reports and articles, and we've already seen internet speeds slowing down due to the masses of people who are stuck inside and online, and they're all online at the same time. And so it's already slowing down internet speeds across the globe. Very interesting. By the way, let me parenthetically say that there are other prophetic developments that are being eclipsed by this coronavirus pestilence, and I'm calling it that for a reason. I think it would be deemed obvious reasons. There is this plague of locusts. You don't hear much about it because of the coronavirus, but it is sweeping across the globe and destroying everything in its path. I read a report this last week that it was now heading towards, of all places, China. I, I, I actually, this is another thing you can uh, search to see how devastating swarms of locusts are. They destroy everything. And if this weren't bad enough, there have been earthquakes in very unusual places, exactly as Jesus said there would be in Matthew 24. Just 10 days ago, a very unusual earthquake in Salt Lake City, Utah, knocked to the ground the trumpet of the angel Moroni there atop the Mormon temple, and it fell to the ground. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm chuckling a little bit. I love it when God does that. Wow, pastor, where's the love? Well, you know what? Mormonism is a false religion. It is a false religion. And you know what's interesting? It reminds me of 1 Samuel chapter 5, when the Philistines brought the Ark of the Covenant into the temple of Dagon. And this statue, this false god of Dagon, fell down to the ground, face down, and broke in front of the Ark of the Covenant. Dagon it. I don't know if that's where they got the name, but I suppose you could say, and I think you would agree, that God today is lovingly trying to get the world's attention as a final warning because He's a loving God who doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone 
to come to repentance. In my quiet time with the Lord, this last couple of weeks, He directed me to Exodus and the plagues that came upon Egypt. And it's important to understand that Egypt is a picture or a type in Scripture of the world. So I went into my archives and was reminded that all ten plagues struck against the false gods that the Egyptians worshipped. The Nile, the frogs, I take uh, issue with the frogs, not farogs, the frogs. They actually worshipped. These were gods. They had over 3,000 gods. And all of these plagues struck these false gods that the Egyptians had worshipped. Why do I point this out? For a number of reasons, chief of which is the prophetic parallel with the plagues in Exodus that came upon Egypt and the judgments in Revelation that will come upon the world yet future. In fact, it was I think in 2008 we were uh, in Exodus, our study through the Bible, book by book and chapter by chapter and verse by verse, and we actually did a study on the type, the comparison, the parallel between every single one of those plagues and the book of Revelation. I mean, it is to the T. I would suggest that the true and living God has struck at the modern day false gods of sports, entertainment, and especially the God of money. And to me, the question becomes one of whether or not this is the final warning, and I believe it is, and if so, will it be met with a hardening of the heart or a surrendering of the heart? Hang in there with me. I I want to sort of turn a corner here, and it's really important that you hear my heart and not misunderstand me when I say this. But if it sounds like I believe life will never return to normal, it's because I believe life will never return to normal. I was just sharing with the team before going live that I am becoming increasingly convinced that this coronavirus is going to end in the rapture for us as Christians. I could be wrong but I would rather be ready and have life return to normal, whatever that looks like, than not be ready and not have life return to normal. In other words, I'd rather prepare and have it not happen than not prepare only to have it happen. If, let's just say, life returns to a semblance of normalcy, and it doesn't go down this way or happen this way at this time, then I want to present you with a question. What have we lost? What have we lost? We have nothing to lose and everything to gain. At the beginning I mentioned that we stand at the crossroads of the greatest opportunity of our lifetime, and 
what I mean by that is it is now (laughs) that opportunity to reach the lost while we still have time. What have we lost if we reach the lost? We have nothing to lose and everything to gain, namely that of the salvation of many in this history's last hour, I really believe the last moments of world history as we knew it, know it. So we've been doing these prophecy updates for 14 years now, going on 15 actually. And with the exception of Christmas and Resurrection Sunday, every Sunday, every week I have stood behind this pulpit, as has been my privilege to do, and I have shared with you that the Lord is coming, that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled, that the time is near. And I stand before you today, and before the Lord today, and I am saying to you, that it's not now that the Lord is near, the return of the Lord is near, the return of the Lord is here. I truly believe that with all of my heart. A couple years ago we started doing these updates and ending them with what's known as the ABCs of salvation, and with it the gospel of salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. And that's how I would like to and our time together today. What is the gospel? The gospel means good news. Your debt has been paid, your penalty has been paid, you are free to go. That penalty was paid when Jesus came the first time, and was crucified, and buried, and rose again on the third day. And good news, He's coming back again one day. Uh, I just thought of this. I think the Lord would have me to share this, but very interesting. Think about this. So that tenth plague, you know what the tenth plague was, right? It was the death of the firstborn son, the first begotten son. Except if you had a lamb, and the blood of that lamb on the doorposts of your house. And then what would happen is when that tenth plague hit, and it hit, and the angel of death came, and it came, if you had the blood of the lamb in the shape of a cross on the doorposts of your house, that angel of death would pass over you, and you would be saved. You know who the Passover lamb is, and the fulfillment of that prophecy is? It is in the person of Jesus Christ. So those who have the blood of the Lamb of God, the person of Jesus Christ, His shed blood in our stead, on the doorposts of our lives, if you will, will be saved and that angel of death will pass over. Uh, One more thought on this. You go to Israel today, and all of the Jewish people are in their homes on this upcoming Passover. Think about this. 
Now, I know some conspiracy juices are flowing right now, so let me just go on record and say I am not making any predictions. All I'm saying is, is Resurrection Sunday is coming. It's the Passover celebration in Israel. It's Resurrection Sunday for us as Christians. That's coming up. And isn't it interesting? On this, the eve of the Jewish Passover and Resurrection Sunday. That's the good news, that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. Now, the ABCs of salvation are just one explanation, a simple childlike explanation of salvation. It's not the only way, it's a way. And I just want to say, if you're watching this today, or maybe it's going to be on television that you're watching this. We have this on uh, the local stations here, Kahlo and Olelo as well. If you're watching this and (laughs) you're thinking to yourself, uh, oh my goodness, this is uh, kind of scaring me a little bit. That can be a good thing. Uh, let me say it this way. I would rather scare you into heaven than flatter you into hell. I know that might sound a little blunt, but it's the truth. It's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. I want to share with you the ABCs of salvation. It is how to be saved. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you today, today is the day of salvation. And how do you know that God did not lead you to this video, to watch this video for such a time as this? What is the A? The A is admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, that you're a sinner and in need of the Savior. This is what it means to repent. Repentance is an interesting word. It's, it's actually a, a military word. It means about face. You do a 180. It's that 180 turning from your sin and turning to the Savior, Jesus Christ, for forgiveness of sin. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might think that you're a good person, and maybe you are but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 is really interesting because it sort of packages the bad news first with the good news. What's the bad news? Oh, uh, the wages of sin is death. It's the death penalty. We've all been sentenced to death because of sin, for the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The good news is the gift of God, gift of God, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, that God raised Him from the dead. If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. That is 
definite. That is absolute. It doesn't say you might be saved, you could be saved, you should be saved. No, you will be saved. And then lastly, the C. The C is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. How do you do that? Oh, Romans ten thirteen. This is what seals the deal. It says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. One last thought, and I appreciate your time. If there was ever a time that I could stand before you and say what I'm about to say, that time is now and today. Tomorrow's not promised for any of us. And the time is at hand. I know this, uh, I just say it. There's no guarantees. I'm going to be here on Thursday night or Sunday morning, or that you're going to be here Thursday night or Sunday morning next week. Or how about tomorrow morning, Monday morning? There are no guarantees. Do you realize that the rapture of the church will come at an hour that is expected not? It can happen at any time. It can happen today. And if you're not ready, I implore you to be ready. Get right with the Lord so you're ready for the Lord. I pray you will. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you. Lord, I know there are some that are watching this that are really struggling, really hurting, many of whom may have lost their jobs, their businesses. Maybe they're going to lose their home. But you, O Lord, (laughs) I'm reminded of one saying that you'll never know that Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. And Lord, I, I, I hope that what I've done in this time that we've had today is I've gotten people to you, Jesus, as quickly as possible, because you're the only answer. You're the only answer. There is salvation found in no other but you, Jesus. And even those who may know you and you know them, I pray that this would draw them near to you, and that you in turn would draw near to them, that you would encourage and comfort and strengthen. And lastly, Lord, for anyone who might be watching, who has never called upon you, believing in their heart, confessing with their mouth, trusting in you for the forgiveness of sins. Lord, please, I pray that today would be the day of their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you and thank you. Allah. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag, of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. 
Now, it's so important that you hear the purpose behind these prophecy updates that Pastor J.D. shares. The purpose is to see people just like you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When you're right with the Lord, you'll be ready for the Lord and His soon return. You can do this by first admitting you're a sinner, that you've broken God's perfect law. Second, you need to confess that there's nothing you can do to fix this. You can't attend church enough, you can't pray enough or give enough money. There's nothing you can do to atone for your sins. Third, you must realize that there is someone who can. His name is Jesus Christ, and He is the Savior of the world. He gave His own life so that you wouldn't have to experience the penalty for your sins, which is death. Please, if you're listening today, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and escape the realities of the prophecies that are being fulfilled all around you. For more information about what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and select the New Believers option. Again, that web address is InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Now, in the next edition of In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. will be teaching through God's Word just like he does Monday through Thursday. And then don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday for another timely prophecy update. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in His love.